So what do you think would happen if you walked into a room of all your friends, the same thing you've been doing every week for years, this group of people, and you suddenly said, I'm here to fulfill scripture. Now on to the intro. Currently rocking in the school of life. He is here talking about stuff and whatever's going on in his brain. You know it is 100% Bridget! All right, here I am. It's me talking about something. If you're watching for the first time, make sure to hit the like button, the subscribe button, and uh, ring the bell. Do all the stuff that's required because then you will get a notification (laughs) that says I'm up and there's a new video available. So if you do all that stuff, that'd be fantastic. And if you prefer the audio version of this, which is available on wherever podcasts are available. So uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and uh, what's that one? Pandora. And I think I'm actually on audio now with uh, Alexa. You can ask Alexa now. Hey, Alexa, play 100% Richard. And guess what? She'll do it. So So make sure to check me out on all platforms. I have over 80 episodes available. So if you don't want to listen to this this one, or if you, you listen to this one and you think, man, I want to listen to more, there's plenty out there. So just make sure to hang out with me as often as you can. So let's get into this. <laughs> so if you, I'm going to talk about something that Jesus did. And, I, and you know what? I, I know sometimes I, I just do real high level overviews of stuff and that's good. And it's great, and that's exactly what I'm going to do today. But I just I just saw something pretty interesting as I was reading in Luke chapter four, and I thought <laughs> you always hear these you, you hear this terminology that that the prophet is not welcome in his hometown. Now I know a lot of pastors that will say I I, I preach out of town because I'm not welcome in my hometown. You know you know here neither here that's however you want to think about that. But here's what happened to Jesus. Jesus did something interesting. Because in Luke chapter three, I'm going to do this all out of Luke. So in Luke chapter, in Luke chapter, I'm going to give you a heads up. Are you ready? Here comes the heads up. So here's the heads up. Jesus gets baptized by uh, that dude, <laughs> by John the Baptist. So John the baptizer. So he, so he baptizes Jesus. God shows up and says, this is my son. The Holy Spirit ascends on him. And then pretty much immediately, he goes into the desert and fasts for 40 days. You go, Jesus. I couldn't fast for more than 10 minutes or until the next donut shows up. But I do do that every now and then because it's a really good thing to do. So, (laughs) all joking aside, if you're going to fast, fast right, do it good. And make sure to pray while you're fasting. Otherwise, it's just a diet. Um, (laughs) So, so he goes into the desert for 40 days. And then he gets tempted by the devil. The devil does a bunch of stuff. And you know, and you notice that the devil doesn't do anything new. He, he he immediately goes to Jesus after the fast. So he's hungry. His body is kind of messed up, you know, because he is human. So his body is kind of on, on the weary side. And uh, the devil shows up to tempt him. He makes it through the temptations, and then he shows back up in his hometown. Now watch this. I'm gonna I'm just gonna start this out right here in verse 14. This is Luke chapter four, verse 14, and it says that. And I'm going to read the New King James. Um, Then Jesus returned in the power of the Holy Spirit to Galilee 
and news of him went out throughout all the surrounding regions. So the, the sequence of events prior to this, people recognized something cool in this dude that they've known for the past 30 years. Man, Jesus is coming into town, and he's been empowered by the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to read this out of the out of the uh, the Passion Translation, I believe. Then Jesus, armed with the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Spirit's power, returned to Galilee, and his fame spread throughout the region. His fame. One of the things we need to do today as a church is to make Jesus famous again. Because right here, he was famous. He taught in the synagogues and they glorified him. This is the, the, the New King James. And he taught in the synagogues being glorified by all. So he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the, on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. So as his custom was, this is something that Jesus did all the time on the Sabbath. This was not a new thing. He didn't appear out of nowhere. Everybody knew who Jesus was. He was, he was Joseph's kid. And they're like, you know, Joseph and Mary, they had the baby and, and they came back and they're in Nazareth and here they are. And so Jesus, this is something that Jesus did all the time. Cause right here it says he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. So here's Jesus. It's his turn. And somebody hands him the scroll. And he was handed the book of the, of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. So he reads Isaiah, which I can't remember. So this is the book of Isaiah, which it actually says right here. So he pulls it open. He finds the scripture he wants to read. And he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind. And to set and to to set as liberty those who are oppressed, and to proclaim the acceptable day of the Lord. So he reads this verse. He's all good to go. And then, normally, like any preacher would, he's got something to say about it next. So watch this. Then he closed the book, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him, and he began to say to them. So he's sitting down. He's in his chair. <laughs> Jesus preaches from his chair. Sits down at the right hand of God. So he's sitting there, and everybody's looking at him like, there should be more. So they start pulling on him for what's next. Isn't that what we should do in church? Should we pull on our pastor to see what he has to say, to see so that he could pull on God? We pull on him, and we get a great message. Now watch this. And he began to say to them, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing now watch this. I'm going to read this out of the Passion Translation. After he read, this is verse 20, after he read the, uh, he rolled up the scroll, handed it back to the attendant, and sat down. Everyone stared at Jesus, wondering what he was going to say. Then he added, today, these scriptures came true in front of you. Right here, right here, Jesus is like, he shows up to his group of friends on Sunday, <laughs> and he basically says, I'm the anointed one <laughs> because that's what the scripture says. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. He came in armed with the Holy Spirit. So he's getting ready for battle. He comes in armed with the Holy Spirit. He knows that something funky is going to happen. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel. And then later on, he says, these scriptures came true in front of you. So Jesus is like, this is it. This is my coming out party. 
of being the son of God. Everyone was impressed with how well Jesus spoke. He didn't say a whole lot. He read a verse and then he said, hey, this is me. <laughs> so <laughs> part of my question today is this, is what would, how would your friends respond if you did that? Now, this is something that we deal with in life all the time. Let's say you got saved yesterday and you walked into a party that was you were normally at with all the party stuff that happens at a party and you show up there and went, hey, you know what? I got saved yesterday. I don't want to be a part of this. How would your friends respond? Watch this. They, they might be impressed. Hey, man, I'm so proud of you. I'm glad you don't have to do this. Have a beer. You know? <laughs> So so here's he he closed the book. So all bore witness to him. This is New King James Version. So all bore witness to him and marveled at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, "Is this not Joseph's son?" So they're they're starting to recognize who he is. And he said to them, "You will surely say this proverb to me: Physician, heal yourself. Whatever he has heard done in Capernaum, in Capernaum, do also here in your country." Then he said, Surely I say to you, no prophet is accepted in his home in, in his own country. But I tell you truly, many widows were in Israel in the days of Elijah. So he goes and talks about how Elijah went and met the widow outside of his regular town. So all those in the synagogue, this is verse 28, when they heard these things, were filled with wrath. So here's Jesus. He's like, Hey, I know you guys aren't going to like me right now, but didn't this happen? Go out of town to do your stuff? When you walk into that party, do they go, hey, get out of here? How do they respond? If you got good friends, they're going to respond right. They're going to hand you ginger ale. Because <laughs> at least it looks like it. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> now watch this, watch this, watch this. They were filled with wrath, this is verse 29, and rose up and thrust him out of the city, and they led them to the brow of a hill on which the city was built, and they might throw him down over the cliff. Now, right here, Jesus could have died. He could have he died right here. They were about to chuck him off a cliff, basically because he said he was the anointed one. And basically because, well, this isn't the Jesus that we talked to just two days ago, or 40 days ago. He, he, was, he was baptized by, by, by John like the rest of us, you know. And, and now he's got this extra empowerment on him. There's something different about him. He's saying that he's the anointed one. He's saying that this scripture is being fulfilled right now. He's got to get out of here. Now watch this. Then passing through the midst of them, he went on his way. I'm going to read this part out of the Passion Translation just because I love the way it says it. So here we go. I got I to scroll up here a minute. Then everyone heard Jesus' words. They erupted with furious rage. They mobbed Jesus and threw him out of the city, dragging him to the edge of the cliff on the hill by which the city was built, ready to hurl him off. But he walked right through the crowd, leaving them all stunned. A mob. Could you imagine if all your friends decided that they didn't like that you were a saved guy and just dragged you out the house and threw you under a bus? And, and you just stood up. Well, they didn't actually throw him off the cliff, <laughs> but just before you get thrown off the bus, you just go Poof, and you walk just right through the crowd as if nobody's there. You just Poof, go right through it. The power of the Holy Spirit being on Jesus at this moment, which was on Jesus, his entire ministry, 
let him walk through that crowd and then go straight to another town and cast out demons and do all kinds of crazy stuff. Continue to read Luke chapter four. Now, this th- th- this is my point. There's a whole lot here. Now, you could you could break down all kinds of these verses. Why he's here to heal the brokenhearted, to 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 change generational curses, to change patterns, to do all that stuff. He's saying he's the anointed one to do that. But look at the kind of surface level. Is nobody talks about this? Nobody says Jesus was about to get chucked off a cliff. He wasn't supposed to die until he was on the cross. So he couldn't get chucked off the cliff. So I kind of wonder, because it wasn't his time yet, because it wasn't his time to die right there at, towards the beginning of his ministry, it wasn't his time. To, he had to go through and do a whole bunch of stuff. He had to go collect some other people. He had to do. A, he had to cast out demons. He had to do a bunch of stuff. Before he could die on the cross, he had to basically say, guess what? I am the dude. And, and right here, I could just imagine going, it's not your time yet. Separate the crowd. Just walk right through the crowd. And just boom, 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 boom. And they were all astonished. Like, oh my gosh, did you see what he just did? That in itself is a miracle. Because he was being mobbed. He was being dragged. He was There was a mob mentality happening as they dragged him out of town to kill him. So think about that for a minute. How would your friends respond? <laughs> I hope you got better friends than these guys. Because these guys all knew him for 30 years. He was in his hometown. And God will open up and divide the group so that you can walk through it clean, so that you can go through and actually start to walk with God and get on the path with God because you're empowered by the Holy Spirit to move through the things that try to destroy you, that try to break you down. And here's Jesus showing it happening. I'm going to read this again. They mobbed Jesus. This is verse 29, Luke chapter 4, verse 29. They mobbed Jesus and threw him out of the city dragging him to the edge of the cliff on the hill in which they had in which the city had been built ready to hurl him off in order to get hurled off of a cliff people have to have hold of you somebody's got to have an arm somebody's got to have a waist somebody's got to have a leg they are trying to chuck you off a cliff not to, not push you off you're not standing on your feet if you're about to get hurled off you are being held by multiple people now watch but he walked right through the crowd So even in the midst of danger, in the midst of being close to death, God will step in and allow you to walk through the crowd. So even if your friends respond to your freshly moving uh, ability to be with Jesus, to re- that you received him as your Lord and Savior, and you have to make some adjustments in your life, your people around you have to make adjustments in their life, God will open the path for you to go through the group so that you can continue in the walk that God designed for you. Right on, right on.